0: 329. I'm Jim Steele. You're listening to Afternoon Jazz at 90.5 FM WSNC Winston-Salem. Jazz in all its colors from the campus of Winston-Salem State University. Delighted to have in the studio this afternoon Without a mask and without a cane, we won't go down the list of, of everything that uh, Gary Taylor has been through, like all of us, over the past couple of years. Oh, that's right. You did try and cut your finger off. Um Gary Taylor, who is the uh, executive director of um, Winston-Salem Festival Ballet, also with um, High Point City Ballet. Uh, Gary wears a lot of hats to um, keep dance in our region, um, and we're very happy to have you back this afternoon, Gary. It's
1: great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And you don't know this, and I thought i would surprise you, but today's also my birthday. Well, so. happy
0: birthday, Terry. <laughs> happy birthday.
1: I thought, let's go on the radio for my birthday.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad we could, could, uh, could oblige. It's it perfect I, You know what? If... if We've got donuts, okay? Oh, there, nice, there are donuts nice. in the other room. So uh, have a donut for, uh, my birthday, for your totally, birthday. I yeah, totally, yeah Our, our <laughs> office manager, Darling Vincent, spoils us. So oh, every now, nice. now and then she brings in something yummy for us to have. <laughs> so happy birthday, Gary Taylor. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Anyway, Gary, so we've been talking about um, the past, it seems like the past 10 years <laughs> oh my God, of COVID 19. <laughs> Um, and and you like so many other arts organizations had to spend a lot of time really hustling uh, to keep your programs going, to keep your audience, to keep your momentum, and luckily for you, um, even though everything you do is, is live, your performances are what they are, and that's what people love. They love live performances uh, to see um, dance live. But uh, because one of the hats you wear is a photographer, videographer, you were lucky enough, smart enough to uh, record some of your performances. Uh, and that's what we enjoyed with, uh, with Dracula, your annual, produ- annual production of Dracula. Um, and uh, this spring, of course, we were looking forward to seeing um, Metropolis yes. live yes. on stage with people. Yes. But that didn't happen. Tell us what happened.
1: Well, you know, um, I guess after Dracula, we were really looking forward to putting something together in person and when things cranked back up again yeah. it really just once again put a halt on everything so i had to revamp and rethink what could we do and the last time i had done metropolis i went in with so many cameras and i said if this is going to be yeah. recorded it, it's one of those so it's already an immersive show yeah almost in the round So it's like, how can you can't just stick one camera out there and say, this is metropolis. So I went in and, and, Rec- documented recording I mean there are times where I'm on stage with the dancers I mean it's so immersive so the film I decided to create a film dove into it and started really looking at all the footage that I did have and it's a ton yeah and so as an audience member you're actually to be able to see the film tomorrow you're, you're going to be more immersed than you could even have been if you were live in the theater I mean, it, there are some pieces that actually have 16 camera aids. Wow. And so all of that editing has been uh, on my back for the number of months that I've been working on it. And I've told someone that, you know, if I could have done this live, I could have probably done this live, um, hired 10 different cast and done it 10 different times wow. by the time I've done all the editing for the film. Golly. But most uh, editors and film people will will get a good chuckle out of that because it does take a tremendous amount of work. And um, so that has been kind of a, kind of a joy and also um, quite an experience to relive all that, getting all that back together. But also uh, it just makes me very excited because there's yeah. all those other elements that, you know, if I was Steven Spielberg, I would have done this yeah. in the theater, yeah. so now I can do it in the film.
0: <laughs> well, give us the backstory on Gary Taylor's Metropolis because we saw it uh, at Haynes Brand's Theater uh, a couple of years ago. Well, the last time you you did live, yes. and it, it's it's nothing like you've ever seen before because it's like it. In my memory, it's like there's three different stages. There is a catwalk, there are people flying, literally flying around the room. It is, uh, it's just an amazing thing to watch.
1: Oh, well, thank you. It was, I I was thinking about this just the other day, um, because sometimes you go through life and once I started putting the film together, I started finding some of the old footage that I started, when I originally started creating this show, I'll call it A Road to Metropolis. And it was in a file that I had completely forgotten, where I had recorded, talked about some of the things, hand-built little set pieces and designs, and and worked with uh, original concepts. But, you know, when it really goes back to, and this is, I, I hadn't thought about this, and a lot of people don't know, but... The true inspiration was when I was at the School of the Arts oh. um, and I was in a uh, dance history class and we would get film from the New York um, library in New York. Yeah. And they bring in the real reels and I watched a piece and it was called Rooms and it was based in a city and you got to go into each one of these pieces rooms and see the different lives Ah, that were going on. I'm
0: seeing that now. Yeah.
1: And so then I thought, you know, I would love to create something that's very abstract, like city life, because it doesn't necessarily have to have a continuity of stories, even though people become intertwined within it, just like they do in a city, you know. Um, And so to be anonymous in a city and all of a sudden to realize that you've been passing the same person. Uh, Every day and all of a sudden you connect so little things like that nuances that can relate to The life of being living in a metropolis is what I wanted to develop and when I when I first started creating the stories I mean, I I had had so many ideas and um, a number of the ideas actually you'll see some of the drawings from the original concepts in the film I I put them in the credit areas just so people get a kick out of some of the earlier things And and sure, I think eventually I'd love to do a Metropolis, too. I've got so much more to tell and so much another way to transform the theater into another immersive experience for the audience. Well, you've
0: already put it out there. (laughs) Plus, plus, (laughs) you've been there, done that kind of guy. But let me back up because you were talking about you were thinking about this and doing your research when you were at the School of the Arts. That was when you were a student at the School of the Arts. So you've been you've been thinking about this and, and playing with this for a long time. And so. Uh, at, at at that time, of course, there was there was not a whole lot going on in, in downtown Winston-Salem. But when this hit the stage, I mean, stuff that was going on, you had going on on stage, was literally going on outside the window right. <laughs> um, at Haynes Brands Theater. I mean, all the growth that's going on. So it was like you had captured Winston-Salem right now as the new housing was going up and Haynes Brands Theater was being expanded and all this life all of a sudden that was bursting out of the windows, literally, uh, in Winston-Salem. Yes. What a coincidence.
1: Well, and Haynes Brands Theater was such an empty slate yeah. to create on. So m- m- my ideas were like, you know, how many ways can I use this theater? And it's so unique to Haynes Brands that it enables me to do the performance there. Yeah. Um, like you said, there's there's a runway stage. There's a normal stage. There's scaffolding which has multiple levels, yeah. which is like uh, almost like apartment buildings. Apartment buildings, apartment um, houses. There's, uh, yeah. there's the balcony area that people normally don't see unless it's. I mean, I mean, we use it in Dracula, but you just look at it as part of the house. Yeah. But it became another area of another section from the show. And so, um, yeah, no, it was it was so, so neat to dive into it. But
0: the really cool part for people who think they hate dance (laughs) and for all the women who are are dragging their their, their spouses along with them who also are dreading it. You've got these construction workers (laughs) that they have been rigged up and they are literally flying around the room with uh, um, uh, machinery. Yeah. So it, it it's amazing to look at what they are doing right in front of you. Yeah, that, how, that, that how did was, that come that up? Was, that did come was really, up with that?
1: That was that was really neat. I, I um, to do that in the studio and create it for it to work on the stage. That was a whole another element because things changed when you left one environment and went to the other. And I just had to make sure that I had done all my measurements yeah. right and all that. But it was it's and and the fact that also the audience sits sometimes they sit below the dancers mm-hmm. and sometimes they sit slightly above but not not in a thrust like a normal sure. theater so um when that piece yeah you will have dancers almost like flying over you it's cuz they come so close um but it was uh yeah just a great joy um and and i i performed in the original uh season for it and um and of course the one that's being shown that was uh, the i guess the third take on it with the third different cast mm-hmm. that I'd hired to do it. And, um, but because I was not in it, and, and I was able to spend all of that time creating all this footage so that we could have a really, like you say, kind of an immersive film that gives you that true experience.
0: It's 3.39, you're listening to Afternoon Jazz at 90.5 FM, WSNC, Winston-Salem. Jazz in all its colors from the campus of Winston-Salem State University. Gary Taylor is in the studio with us this this afternoon. Gary Taylor, a dancer and choreographer and craftsperson and too many other things to list right now, is in the studio. Uh, Gary Taylor's uh, Metropolis is getting ready to uh, hit the screen um, for everyone to enjoy. Rather than hitting the stage, because due to COVID restrictions, it just wasn't going to work to pull it together because you go around a pretty big region pulling dancers together uh, to uh, bring them to town, uh, to do these performances. And you mentioned a while back, and then all of us experienced this uh, last fall, was that we were getting real hopeful that things get normal again. And we started planning stuff. And all of a sudden, the numbers started going up again. Yeah. And uh, COVID is still with us. But I mean, it was getting really Really spooky again so you had to scale back everything so you end up uh, getting this bright idea to put together all this footage that you had to make a, a film of Gary Taylor's metropolis and that's what we're going to enjoy this weekend
1: yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting it's a one-night only event pack the house come yeah. on out yeah it's gonna be really I will say I mean I, I when I watch what I've done I'm I, I feel entertained you know, I'm I'm the critical person here, even though I did the I created the work. Yeah. But as far as an audience member um, being able to almost like literally be on the stage with the dancers, see it at so many different angles, and um, to get to experience it, and and like you said, it's hard to put a label on it because sure there are sections that have. You know, um, this has like a little ballet section in here. Then this is very contemporary. This is such th- – then this one concept is so abstract over here. And then you're using the stages in different ways. And then way you is. go
0: all start the soleil on
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm like, <laughs> let's br- – and let's bring in the projector screen. Yeah. And let's do a, you know, a fashion show, you know.
0: <laughs> but uh, when is Gary Taylor's Metropolis? You're, you said one night only. So it is. So when and where?
1: It is tomorrow night at yeah. the Haynes Brands Theater at 730 and it is a one night only event there were other plans things have changed but it is uh, unfortunately it's going to be one night only and it's a, tomorrow's thursday yeah um and it's and, and
0: it, you're showing it in the location where it would have been performed correct we are
1: showing it in the location where we perform on the big screen yeah and um and it's yeah it's it's uh i mean we've we've watched some of the uh, operas and a lot of things from the met at, yeah, on that big screen. Yeah, and with we feel very fortunate to have that. Yeah. And all those things are so wonderful. So it's exciting to uh, throw Metropolis up there and allow people to experience it that way as well.
0: You kind of took a, um, um, you, you had an experiment with this. Maybe experiment is the wrong word, but you, you, you had uh, Dracula yes. on, on the big screen too. We saw that, we enjoyed that. So what did you learn from that project? to now with, with, with Metropolis, because that was something that was something that you hadn't planned on doing. I take it.
1: No, I had not. I had not. And unfortunately, and fortunately I had, because since I had left the stage, I've, I've worked on trying to have a, a true documentation and, you know, good recordings of yeah. things. And so I've worked extremely hard to make sure that happens. And, um, gosh, um, I, I think the mo- most important thing I'd want it, I wanted it to be shown at Hanes brands. Sure. And, and, and so if, if that could happen and the timing and the dates with everything can happen, that would be my, my, my place of choice to where we were there for the opening of the Haines brands. If, if there's something going to happen we want to be there. And, um, outside of that, um, I think as far as the, um, for me as an editor and creator, um metropolis was dracula times 10
0: wow yeah uh
1: yeah i yeah i took on a quite quite a quite a challenge and have not stopped for quite a while to make it happen um but when when that final edit rendered and (laughs) and it was exported i was i was uh yeah a sign of relief I couldn't tell you how happy I. Am.
0: I suspect Gary Taylor that you looked at uh, what you did for Dracula and you said, "I can do this, 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 and this for oh. Metropolis." Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. Some of the uh, kind of film magic moments and things that I could do, and I, it's an ongoing learning experience, such as such as life. Um, but I am always with my imagination. Uh, needing to make sure that sponge keeps getting filled with yeah. new things and challenging myself. And, and right now, um, most of my film work and editing is uh, pushing the envelopes and getting better each time. And um, so that product's going to be better. And I think it is something that's going to stay with West salem Festival Ballet. We will constantly, even when we go back to live performances, I'll, I'm gonna work out ways to we can incorporate multimedia into the performances mm. in a new way that um, keeps us immersive and also keeps me working in a innovative way that um, doesn't normally happen so.
0: you were doing um, Gary Taylor's Metropolis uh, as a motion picture uh, opens uh, and It's one night only on Thursday, tomorrow night, Haynes Brands Theater. But in the meantime, you're still doing a lot of live performances around the region. Yes. You kept quite busy despite COVID.
1: Yes, yes. Um, Despite COVID, um, things are still happening um, with our our, uh, schools and uh, also um, other organizations and things uh, that are going on. Um, it, it's 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 still going on, but I did want to I did want to bring this up. You know, I think one of the strongest flavors that makes Metropolis what it is is the amazing artist that um, the music is from. Yeah, uh, Chris Heckman is actually going to. Well, first of all, in Metropolis, it's Chris Heckman, it's Tracy Thornton, it's uh, John Wilson. And the and great Eric jazz yes, man. drummer,
0: he, he, John Wilson. Yes, John Wilson and his. And his, Tracy's brilliant. I, I loved meeting her a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so, so those artists in themselves, what they brought to the table or I guess I would say allowed me to bring to the table and and have their work. It was just an amazing meld of all these different elements and their different styles that was so it was so wonderful to collaborate with. Now Chris Heckman has decided to take all of his work from the film add some more of his work and release a, 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 a CD. Good for him. He's going to release Good a Ma- Metropolis CD on his own um, because he, he had a fairly large amount of the uh, work submitted for the, um, for the uh, production and, and was going to do some more of his things. So we, we had talked about that a little bit ago. And so that's happening uh, tomorrow as well. So as a CD release party slash uh, film release, Uh, yeah, it's going to be a big shebang.
0: Well, tell Chris that, you know, because we didn't get to enjoy Dracula on stage, uh, we've been playing it in the car and saying, (laughs) golly, I wish Gary would do this live on stage again. Yes, yes. And you are.
1: Yes, we are. We're going to be doing it in the fall. We're bringing it back to the theater. We're bringing back live performances. And like I say, as much as possible, I'm going to try to make that immersive experience even grow even more for our audience in Winston. But um, the cool thing is about this performance, unlike all the other Metropolises, the amount of um, contributions from the different artists and their backgrounds holds a really strong background in the North Carolina School of the Arts, like myself. And um, so if you support the School of the Arts, then you're gonna see the artist on the big screen. Um, the f- original lighting designer for this was graduate from the School of the Arts. Excellent. So Broadway work now. The uh, lighting designer that restaged the work was from graduate from the School of the Arts. And more than half of the dancers that are in the film are graduates from the School of the Arts. So it's very well represented in Winston-Salem. And um, I always try to keep those connections alive and working.
0: Which is just another reason why we're proud of Winston-Salem Festival Ballet and and you, Gary Taylor, for the hard work you do to bring uh, um, live uh, dance to the stage with original music and original art and original everything to Winston-Salem. We thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Afternoon Jazz at 90.5 FM, WSNC, Winston-Salem. Jazz in all its colors from the campus of Winston-Salem State University.